grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. The text for our meditation this morning is recorded for us in Mark chapter 14, the 38th verse. Watch and pray that you enter not into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Let us pray. These are your words, Heavenly Father. Sanctify us through the truth. Your word is truth. Amen. In Jesus the Christ, dear fellow redeemed, my wife grew up hunting morel mushrooms. They grew in the woods on the farm that she grew up on. So the first time she took me morel hunting, she had told me what they looked like. I think she had even shown me some pictures. But I was basically stumbling through the woods looking for something I didn't really know what I was looking for. Until she found one and could show me. They're pretty unique. Sort of look like an ice cream cone, but the top of it is sort of like uh, wax or um, honeycomb. There we go. That's the word I'm after. Pretty unique. Once I held it in my hand and I could really see it, then as I walked through the woods, it was laser-focused. I knew exactly what I was looking for. Jesus, in our text, spoke to Peter and said, Watch. Watch and pray so that you do not enter into temptation. The Spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. This morning, I want to particularly focus on watching for temptation. What does temptation look like for you? Is it a curvy blonde? Is it a triple-layered chocolate cake? Is it a bottle with liquid or pills? Is it a bit of dirt that you now have on someone? What does temptation look like for you so that you can watch? Why is it tempting? That too will help us identify temptation. I think with Jesus saying the spirit is willing and the flesh is weak, often we connect temptation with the, the desires of the flesh. And let's face it, some things that we're tempted by feel good. Sex, a lot of the time, feels good. It feels good to take that drink of alcohol. Smoke that joint. 
Sometimes the desires of our flesh are the temptation. We want to feel good. But sometimes we're tempted by things that simply are better. Better in the way that we feel. I think that was the temptation that Peter was facing that night where Jesus had warned him, you're going to deny me before the rooster crows. Do you think that Peter felt good in the courtyard when he was denying his teacher? When he was even calling down oaths and curses on himself, claiming that he never knew Jesus? I don't know that he felt good doing that. But it was obviously better than the alternative, right? Facing the truth that he was a disciple of the Christ. Facing the possible consequences of what those people would do to him. Is that how temptation looks for you? It's just the more pleasant of the alternatives. So it it may not feel good to procrastinate by sliding through the feed. But it's better than actually attacking that paper and getting it done. And it may not feel good. To even engage in sex or drugs, alcohol, but at least I'm not feeling what's really going on inside of me then. Let's face it, sometimes we don't want to face the harsh reality of the truth about ourselves, about the life that we've lived. And so it's it's easier just to numb ourselves. So what does temptation look like for you? Jesus says, watch. Be alert. Be awake. Be aware of what's going on around you. Because temptation is there. And temptation is serious. It was serious for Peter that night. Jesus had warned him that he was going to fall from faith. Your temptations are no trivial matter. They are a matter of life and death. So Jesus wants you to watch for them. He wants you to see the danger that you're in so that you can persevere and maintain your faith. Jesus also gave that command for Peter to pray. 
Why would he say that? Why wouldn't he just say, hey, keep, Peter, keep your eyes open. Watch out for temptation. Make sure that you can fight and overcome. What are we acknowledging when we pray? We're acknowledging that we need help. That we can't face this on our own. We need divine intervention. God is to be the source of our strength and our refuge. And so with that command to pray, Jesus was directing Peter's eyes to the one who could deliver him. The almighty maker of heaven and earth. And so as you identify your temptations, as you acknowledge the weakness of your flesh, God also wants your eyes to be directed to him as the one who overcomes and delivers. Jesus taught us to pray, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. God is at your disposal as you fight against sin. And Jesus has demonstrated that he can deliver you. After his baptism, he did 40 days of battle with Satan in the wilderness, being tempted and overcoming. But if we think that's the only time that Jesus was tempted, we wouldn't be giving enough credit to Satan. Don't you think on the cross when it wasn't feeling good that Jesus was tempted to take a, a better alternative? To hop down from the cross as he was jeered to do. And to forsake you. But his love for you is so great. That he fought Satan every day of his life. To rescue you from your guilt. And he suffered in payment for all the times that you've fallen into temptation. Given into sin. All of your guilt was nailed to the cross with Jesus. And though tempted, he held on to you rather than letting go and forsaking you. He fought for you even when it required that he die. Jesus' perfect record is not just to show you how to do it. It was done for you. That 40 days in the wilderness, that explicit time where Jesus faced Satan, that's a great comfort for you and me. Because the Bible teaches that Jesus' perfect record is now credited to us by faith. When Satan comes and reminds me of all the times that I've fallen, that I've given in. 
I can direct my eyes not to me, but to Jesus. And in faith, I can hold on to his life as my credit and charge to my account. When God looks at you from heaven, he does not see a failure. He does not see someone who is is weak and so easily tripped up. By faith, he sees his perfect son. You are forgiven. You are God's child. May God grant you his spirit so that you would be strengthened in your fight against temptation. May he grant you his spirit and preserve you in the true faith until you're finally delivered from temptation when he takes you to be with him in heaven. So watch for temptation. Amen. Let us turn to page 36 in the front of the hymnal. And on the bottom left-hand corner, I invite you to pray with me Luther's morning prayer. Page 36, the bottom, sorry, left-hand corner. I thank you, my heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have kept me this night from all harm and danger. And I pray you to protect me this day also, sin and every evil, that all my doings and life may please you. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul and all things. Let your holy angel be with me, that the wicked foe may have no power over me. Amen.
The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.